Alright, we are um, on in the middle of Daf Yudzayin and Mbeis. We just talked, we just, uh, we're talking about the Limud, how I know uh, two things. Number one, we're looking for a source for the concept of of Eishis Achim Shalayar right? That the, the brother Levi, who was born only after his original brother Ruvain had died, um, and that, that therefore Levi is not able to Yibam with Ruvain's original wife. And then we moved on from there as part of the conversation of how do I know that a Yibam is only with Achim and Mina'ab, right? It's only from brothers that I, with whom I share a father, not brothers with whom I share a mother. So um, the Gemara had said that we, uh, you know, was saying we learned from, basically that we learned from Achim of, uh, there's basically two possibilities. One was that it says, um, uh, sorry, Achva Achim from Bnei Yaakov, right? Just like Lahalamina Av, Af, Vlaminim Av, Kamina Av, Vlaminim, right? That the Bnei Yaakov say, Shneem Ashab Achim and Achnu, Bnei Yishachad, right? They all come from the same father. Um, and the word used, used the word Achim, and so to hear, uh, and so the said, wait a second, I have other, other you know, uh, words that use the same phrase, like by, by Arayos, for example. Arayos also is Achim, Achicha, right? Uh, and there it's a situation of Ach from the father or Ach from the mother. So the says, we want to have it, you know, uh, one says Achim, one says Achicha. The says, really? It has to be the exact same word. We have even examples of Xerah Shabbos made from totally different words, right? By the Kohen, who's Ba and Shav, which both mean to come, but one's to come the first time and one's to return, to come a second time. And nevertheless, that's used already as a Xerah Shabbos. The halachas by one apply to the other, the same as the other. So much as, yeah, that's true. But when we have the option to use the exact same word, and we have an option of a word which is only similar, we prefer the word that's exactly the same, right? Um... That's the end of the beginning of the line. Uh, right? I choose one that's exactly the same. That's what I prefer. So let's continue the Gemara. The Gemara says, wait a second. But if achva achva may lot. We need not to learn achim from the case of lot. Why? Ki anashim achim anachim. Lot also uses the word, exactly the word, uh, actually Avram used the words, uses the word, uh, uh, not lot. But they say that we're, we're brothers, right? We're brothers, even though they're not brothers at all, right? What are they? They're uncle and nephew, right? And if I would learn from, from uncle and nephew, what would the halacha be? Look at Rashi. Rashi says on the left side, a few lines up, right? So you could have uh, Yibam even with the uh, wife of your uncle. Um, so that would be, a, that would totally throw, you know, throw a wrench into everything, but why don't we make a drasha there from, from, uh, from Lot? So uh, says the Gemara. Right? It makes sense to say that we should learn from the brothers of Yaakov. Why? Because there, the word Achim is Mufna. We used this word, this concept before. I think even in this Masechta, right? That sometimes there's a word that is used in a pasuk that really isn't necessary, um, and the, the fact that it's there teaches me that it's been made available. Mufna. It's been made available means open, basically. It's made available for a drasha. So, because the word, so why, so what's going on here when it comes to Bnei Yaakov? Right, it says, uh, it makes sense to make a drasha from them because the word there is really available. Why? We could have just said, we're 12 
of your servants. Then you have to say we're all brothers from the same father. Just say we're, we're, we're uh, 12 of your servants from the same father. We would know that they were brothers. Why does the Pazak say, You see from there that the Torah was trying to make that word available for a later drasha. Um, fine. And that's why we want to learn specifically from the, the Bnei Yaakov and not from Lot. Fine. Um, okay. Um, you might say, like, what are, Don't we know from other places that the cases of Yibum is a brother? You know, the truth is, the Pazak says, Achim, right? Yachtav, you assume it means brothers. The point is that the word Yachim, in theory, can someone just mean uh, relatives? It doesn't necessarily mean brothers. Um, so, you know, this is what the Umar is concluding that for sure the way we've always understood it is, is really correct. Fine. And, and continues the Gemara. It's Trich. Very often the Gemara does this, right? Tries to tell me how I need both words, Yachtav and Achim, to, to, so that I, I shouldn't have any mistaken assumptions. Says the Gemara, It's Trich, Le Michtav, Achim, Le It's Trich, Le Michtav, Yachtav. And I have to say both the word Achim and I need the word Yachtav. I need both of them, right? Because we have Ki Yeshu Achim Yachdav, and we used both of those words, right? As for the drasha, why? Because if you just said Achim, if you just told me that they are Achim, so maybe I talk, I could learn from Lot. It's possible. What do you mean? You just told me that by Lot, the case is the word Achim is not really available, it's not extra. Lie, it's not really true. Afnuya, it really is available. Why? What was, what was Avram saying to Lot? He's saying, let's not fight. You know, he's really telling me that they should separate. Let's not fight everybody. My, my uh, shepherds and your shepherds. We're brothers. What could he say? We're not brothers. We're close. Right? We're friends. We're, 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 you know, we have a close relationship. Could have said Reim. Right? Um, you see, it really is available in a certain sense. So, so, so what's the point? If it just said Achim, so I would still think, you know, maybe I could still make the drasha from Lot. However, we said yesterday, no, so the word Yachdav reminds me, it's people who get the Nachala together, and that's only brothers, right? The whole point is it's only brothers who split the Nachala. So therefore you see that Achim, Yachdav, oh, Achim has got to be real brothers. Oh, must be Bnei Yaakov, must be we're all the same brother, we're all from the same father, etc. Okay, but I kasar rachmana Yachdav, and what if I just said Yachdav only? Havamina dimiyachadei ba'aba uba'ima. So if I just said Yachdav and didn't say Achim, what might I think? Oh, it's not just brothers, and we said brothers from the father, right? Achim teaches me Bnei Yaakov, brothers from the father. Maybe I would think, it's full-fledged brothers, whole brothers. Right? Only they share the same father and the same mother. If I just said Yachdav. Because in Mamish Yachar. Mamish together. So, um, so the Gemara says, What do you mean? What do you mean? Yibam is all about Nachla. Very interesting line in the Gemara, by the way. Right? The Yibam is really about taking your brother's inheritance. It's not just about, to, about you know, marrying his wife and and continuing his legacy to a child, it's about taking over the inheritance, which is very true. You look at the story of, of, of Rus. Right? Rus is all about, uh, you know, uh, Boaz taking Rus as a wife, but also, you know, acquiring uh, uh, um, Elimelech's whole field, etc. But anyways, the point is, if it's all about Nachla, if that's true, then Nachla has nothing to do with the mother. That's just by the father. Why would I have a habit? I mean, they think Yachta means father and mother. So it says the Gemara, it's no, I do need it. Why? 
the the, the kamishtri erva gabe. I mean, the whole thing of yibum is a big chiddush. We're allowing a woman who otherwise is a, is, a, is an erva to you. As we said this a million times, right? That eishazach is an isn't daraisa. It's one of the arayos, and the fact that we're allowing that already is such a big chiddush. So I might have thought, has to be, you know, full, full, full-fledged brother, Tzricha. So you see, that's why you have Achim and Yachdav to teach me both that it needs to be my, my brother, but only my brother from my father, not a brother from a father and a mother. So this is how you kind of close the conversation about, um, uh, about the Jerusha here, and that we see from here that we know, uh, first of all, we learned the Jerusha about Eishizachim uh, Shalayabilolamo, but as once we had that conversation now, now we also know why Yibum is specifically Achim Mina'ab, specifically from paternal fa- uh, brothers. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to turn into a totally different conversation. Amar Rafuna Amar Rav. Rafuna says in the name of Rav, Shameris Yabam Shemesa. Okay, Shameris Yabam is a, a title, a phrase referring to somebody that it's a good thing to know. Um, we need to know it a lot from Masef and Zuvamos. And it basically, just all it means is um, Ruven is married to Sarah and he has a brother, Shimon, right? And what happens? Ruven dies. Ruven dies. Let's assume that Sarah and Shimon are not Arayos. They can do Yibum, not a problem. So what happens? Sarah has a Zika, Yibum, to Shimon, correct? They have this connection. Ruven has to do something with, sorry, Shimon has to do something with Sarah. Either he has to do Chalitza or he has to do Yibum. When she is sitting and waiting to see what's going to happen, what's he going to do? She is called Shomeris Yabam. She is guarding her Yabam. She's waiting for him, basically. She's sitting in wait. So Shomeris Yabam just means the woman whose husband has already died, and she, they had no children, and she's waiting for the brother to either perform Yabam or Chalitza. She's called the Shomeris Yabam. A lot of this paragraph is going to deal with this question, what is the connection between Sarah and Shimon, and that's for, during that time period. Are they considered sort of married? They're not really married. What if he goes? What if she marries somebody else? What if he wants to marry one of her relatives? Because are they, if they're married, right? Then there are all these halachos that apply to people who are married. Um, can he? If she, she makes a neder, can he? Can he annul the neder, etc.? All these things that take that, that, that apply to husband, men, and women in terms of their relationship and in terms of the relationships of other people who are related to them. Does that apply before he does yibum or chalitza? So that's what we're going to talk about now. So, and, and, and it's all going to come down to machlokas, what's called Ein Zika or Yesh Zika. Do they have this? Everyone agrees they have a Zika, meaning it's a little confusing language. Everyone agrees that they are related, that they have this connection, and he has to Yibam or Chalitza. That's clear. And otherwise, they are left in limbo, sort of. But the question is, how, to what extent does that Zika have an impact on other halachos? So Yesh Zika is going to imply that it has a lot of an impact on other halachos that are sort of like they're already married, even though they haven't done anything. Uh, or Ein Zika says, no, they really just have this relationship, they have to do Yibam or Chalitza, but it doesn't have an impact on the rest of their, you know, their relationship or other halachos related to, to being married. Fine, so we'll see right now. So Amr Funa Marav, Shemeris Yabam Shemesa. So what happens? Reuven is married to Sarah. They have no children. Reuven dies. And Shimon is now ready, ready to do Yibam or Chalitza with Sarah. And before he can do either, what happens? Sarah dies herself. Okay? What's the status of Shimon to Sarah's relatives? Okay? Says Ravuna Marav, what happens if she dies? Mutter bi'ima. It's permitted for Shimon to marry Sarah's mother. 
which otherwise he would not be allowed to do. Why? Because she would be the mother of his wife, right? which is Anissa, his mother-in-law. That would be, that would be forbidden. So Rufunam Rav says, no, 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 this is permissible. Why? Alma says, the Gemara, Kasavar, Ein Zika. So you see, what does he hold? He holds that relationship is not a real marriage relationship. Look at Rashi. Um, Rashi says, Ein Zika. It's like 10 lines up in Rashi uh, on the left side from where we are in the Gemara. Ein Zika. Zika siyavamto shemesa lo alima limehavi ke'arusa. The, 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 the zika between the man and his, the woman he's waiting to do yibum with who passes away is not as strong, not so strong to consider like they're arusin, like they had uh, arusin, like they had kiddushin, right? like they're really married. Right? It's not going to make her, forbid. if he would be married to her and she would die, he would be forbidden to marry her, 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 uh, her mother. That's his mother-in-law. Even after she passes away, he can't marry her. So he says that's not true. That she is allowed to marry her. So you see, oh, he must hold Ein Zika. So says the Gemara, Valema, Halacha Kadivri Omer, Ein Zika. So just say that. And if you, want, if you want to tell me that he holds Ein Zika, so then just say, Halacha is Ein Zika. So answers the Gemara, I have a Amar Hachi, have a Mina, Hachanami betray, Avabachad, Yesh Zika. What might I have thought? And the Gemara, Rashi goes through a whole case. It's a case that the Gemara, uh, that the Gemara has in Daf Mem Aleph. Um, uh, you know, let's look, let's look at Rashi just for a minute. Uh, maybe it'll help us. If it, may, it may confuse us more, but hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll help us. Because Gemara is all based on this concept. So this one, one you know, case of one brother, two brothers. So I'm going to come back to this question. Look in, look in Rashi. There's a, there's a Mishnah in Parakach Let's say... You have a Shemeris uh, Yabam. Again, the woman is waiting to do Yibam. And the brother who's waiting to marry her goes ahead and marries her sister. Right? As a Chosa Shal Yavama. Right? He goes ahead and he marries her sister. So what's the problem? He can't be married to two sisters. Right? So this guy is waiting to do Yibam with, with Sarah. And he goes ahead and he, does, and he marries Rivka, who's Sarah's sister. Right? What's going to happen? Vitala Hayibam. And this is... Um, Um, sorry, the case is here is that there are two brothers. You have Reuven, and Shimon, and Levi. Reuven dies, and Reuven has a, a wife, Sarah. So Shimon and Levi are both waiting. One of them is going to have to do Yibam with Sarah, right? And Levi goes ahead, and he marries Sarah's sister. Okay? That puts him out of the running, right, to do Yibam with Sarah, because he's married now to her sister. Okay? Um, and he assumes, he assumes that his brother Shimon is going to marry her. So what, is it, what do they tell him? They say, well, wait a second. Don't, don't really do that. Don't, don't marry Sarah's sister until your brother goes ahead and marries Sarah. Why? Because maybe they're still right now, at the, this moment, Levi still has a relationship to Sarah. Why? Because she's his Shomeris Yabba. Right? Shimon or Levi could, could do Yibum with, with Sarah, either one of them. So, while that's tr- so if that's true, then both of them are sort of have a Zika to have his connection to Sarah. So, can he go ahead and marry Sarah? Can Levi go ahead and marry Sarah's sister, even if he plans that Shimon's going to be the one to do Yibum with her? But he can't go ahead and marry Sarah's sister. Why? Because she's now the sister of his wife. Not really, she's not his wife, right? But maybe he's not allowed to marry her. So, he says, wait. Wait for your brother 
to do Yibum with her, then go ahead and marry the sister. That's fine. That'll just be two brothers married to two sisters. That's not a problem. Right? Uh, right? Wait till the Zika is gone. Okay? And Shmuel says, we pass like Rabbi Huda, the Yitaka has to wait. So what does that sound like? What does that sound like Rabbi Huda ben Sarah holds? Sounds like he holds Yesh Zika. Right? You can't go ahead and marry this woman's sister, even though she's just your Shemarish Yabam. You haven't done anything. You haven't married her. You haven't done even with her. But it sounds like he's saying, you gotta wait. You can't marry her sister because really you're pseudo married to her while she's still waiting to do, have Yibam done by you. Okay? You see that some people, um, it's a machlok is about the case. So the bottom line is, oh, that's a case. Um, so that's just another, it's another case where you see this question of yesh zika or ein zika. Because again, the question of whether, um, again, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and, and Reuven dies, and he has a wife, Sarah, Shimon and Levi are both connected to Sarah. Right? They're both, she's Shomer's Yabam for both of them. They both have the possibility of doing Yibam with her. The fact that Reuven Sarah says, wait to marry her sister until your brother marries her, shows you that he holds yesh zika. There's this connection even forget your relationship specifically with her, but even your relationship to her sister, to her mother, etc., it's still in play. Um, but that scenario, right, is a case where what? There's Shnayim, there's Shnei Achim. There's two brothers who could possibly perform Yibum, right? Where the Gemara is going to say, well, maybe there's a difference between a situation where there's Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and just Reuven and Shimon. Because in Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, in that case, Levi knows Shimon could do Yibum. Shimon knows Levi could do Yibum. So maybe the connection isn't quite as strong. But if it's just Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven dies, Shimon knows he's the only one. He's got to do Yibum or Chalitza. So we see the Gemara is going to make, it, you know, make these distinctions between the case of two brothers left over waiting and the case of only one brother left over. So we'll see that it, it, it's going to make a little more sense now that, now that we saw this case. Now the Gemara will make a little more sense. So now take a look in the Gemara. So again, so the Gemara asked the question, right? When... Let's actually just read the Gemara again for one second. Amr Yehuda Marav. Shemeris Yabam Shemesa Mutar Be'ima. Right? A Shemeris Yabam who dies, the brother, right? Shimon can go ahead and marry Sarah's mother. That's fine. Right? Even though he would be his, her, his wife's mother in a certain sense. So Alma Kasavra ain't Zika. So you see that he holds that there is no connection. That connection between... Um, the Shemeris Yabam and the, and the brother, it's not, it's no more, it's, the only connection is that they do Yibam or Chalitza. But in terms of, you know, other relationships, there's not really a relation. There's not really a relationship. So Gemara says, Velema halacha kadibay omre, ain't zika. So just say, we paskin ain't zika. We have to tell me a case. And the halacha is, in this case, like that. What do you mean? Just tell me what the halacha is. The halacha is ain't zika. So I know it's true in multiple cases. I wouldn't just have to know the case in this specific scenario. So Gemara says, Ihava Omar if I would just say the is ein zika, havamina hanimili betray. Avabachad yesh zika. What might I think if someone just told me what's the halacha? Yesh zika or ein zika? I say the halacha is the halacha is ein zika. Um, so what might I think? No, when's the ein zika? When there's two brothers waiting, Shimon can marry her or Levi can marry her. So the connection isn't so strong. If I go ahead as Levi and decide to marry her sister. So like, okay, it's not a big deal. My brother will just do Yibam. It hasn't really impacted me, right? But maybe that's when you hold Ein Zika. But in the case of one brother, maybe I would think you hold, no, they're talking Yesh Zika. 
So therefore, he doesn't just say the halacha is ein zika. He says in this case, shemeres yabam shemesa mutar beima. That should, oh, that's a case of only one brother. And even in that case, you hold ein zika. That's a much bigger chiddush, and that's why he says it like this. Okay. So says the gemara v'leima halacha gadivre omer ein zika filu bechad. So just tell us that. Just say the halacha is like the opinion that holds ein zika, and even with one brother. I don't give you. Don't, you don't, again, you still don't need an example. Just tell me the Allah is that way even in the case of one brother. So Gemara says, no. Because if I would say such a thing, so then I would think, if you told me that the Ein Zika, what would I think? That's true even while the Shemeris Yabam is alive. Right? If she's, a, yeah, I have this woman, Sarah, she's waiting to marry Shimon. And Shimon says, you know, actually, I'm going to go marry your mother. Right? So if I would say Ein Zika, I would think even when the Shemeris Yabam is alive. That's not correct. Kamash Malan, La'achar Misa'in, Mechaim. So specifically, he gave a case where the, where the Shomer Shalom passed away. Right? She dies. Because specifically in that case, that's the case where, um, uh, where Ein Zika Yafilu Bechad, even with one, only one brother waiting, it's because she passed away. Right? But otherwise, uh, that would not be allowed. Okay. Uh, and why? Mishim Da'as Levata Mitzvah Yavama. Because you can't, that you can't do it. If he goes ahead and marries the mother, what happens? Now he's forbidden to the Yavama. Right? So that you can't do. If you go ahead and you say, well, I don't really want to do anything. I'll just go marry to her, her mother and now, and now I'm also to her. That you can't do. If, it's a, if you were originally married to the mother and now she passed away, that's something else. Yibam doesn't start, as we've seen in many cases before. But you can't go ahead you know, uh, after the fact and, and cancel out the possibility of Yibam that you can't do. Okay. Um, so we're going to see, though, now, uh, you know, not so fast, that this is necessarily how we pass it. So Tanan, another Mishnah. Yevamto shemesa mutter ba'achosa. Right? Yevamto shemesa. So again, uh, if the, if the uh, she's waiting, the man is waiting to do yibum with a woman, and she passes away, mutter ba'achosa. I'm allowed to marry her sister, which otherwise I couldn't do, right? Because she's my wife's sister. Ba'achosa in be'imalo. So what do you see? Specifically, says you can marry the sister. It says you can marry the sister, but who can you not marry? Seems to imply you can't marry, the, but the mother is being excluded. You can't marry the mother. So what do you see? This uh, is wrong. So it says to no, 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 no. Who I did not feel about Aima? No, he could, she could really marry the sister, the mother also. He could really marry the, the mother also. This is a ratio which we don't have. We haven't seen this. Right? But the beginning of that Mishnah said what? That a person's wife who passed away is allowed to marry the sister. That's Allah in general, right? Aishas Achos Ishto is only true Right, while she is, while the sister is alive, while your wife is alive, but she passes away, then you can marry the sister. So, um, so since the Mishnah says beginning by says ishto shemesa muter ba'chosa ba'chosa in abal or you can marry her. You can, if your wife passes away, you can marry her sister, but you cannot marry her mother. And that was specifically ishto achosa banati banaima dahavle yisur deraisa. That's an iser. Tana nami seifa muter ba'chosa. So the seifa uses the same phrase. You know, permitted to the sister. This case also permitted to the sister. But here it didn't mean to say, you know, the implication is, but not the mother. It's just using the same. Again, Mishnayas always want to be consistent. It's easier to remember them that way. Um, so no proof. Okay. Um, fine. But now the Gemara is going to present the fact that not everyone agrees with Rav Huna even in this specific case. Rav Yehuda Amar, Rav Yehuda holds, Shomeris Yabim Shemesa, Oser Okay, Rav Yehuda says, no. 
Uh, again, Reuven's married to Sarah. He dies. They have no children. Shimon is waiting to do Yibam with Sarah. And what happens? Sarah dies. What's Talacha? Says Rabbi Yehuda, Shimon is forbidden to marry Sarah's mother. Forbidden. Even though Sarah passed away and they never did Yibam. Why? I see we heal. Rabbi Yehuda seems to hold that Yehuda. That there really is this, this relationship that goes much deeper. And it's not just if they've already done Yibam. But even, even just the fact they have a Zika makes him already forbidden to her mother as if he was married to her. Okay? So, it says, so ask the Gemara the same question. So just say it straight out. The Allah is Yesh Zika. So the Gemara says, No, I would have said such a thing. What would I think? No, but when we say Yesh Zika, that's only when, like we said, there's only one, when there's only one brother there. When Shimon's waiting and there's nobody else. So he, for sure, he's the guy. That's when we say Yesh Zika, he can't go marry the mother. That's ridiculous, right? Uh, but if it was Shimon and Levi and Yehuda, I mean, multiple brothers, so maybe again, the, we wouldn't say that the, that the connection is so strong. Um, so, so, what do you mean? What do you mean? The whole case was a case of two. Meaning, again, this is why it's going to be learned in this case before. The, the case that the Rashi quoted, the whole conversation of Yeshika, Einzika, the real, it's all, you know, uh, rests on this case and Mamalaf and Mamalaf, where the whole Machlokos was a case of Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Right? It was a whole case of, three, of two brothers waiting after Reuven died. So like, so Mar said, what's like the Havimina? I would think it's only, only with one brother, not with two. And the whole case was a case of two brothers. So why would I think such a thing? It's only true by one, but not by two. So says Gemara, El Yamrahachi, Havamina Mechaim Vala Akamisa Pakalazika. So no, I'll tell you why. Because if I would have said that, so again, I would have had the Havamina, if I would have said just Yesh Zika, so I would have thought that's, that would, that would, um, that's only true when, again, when she's alive. Right, maybe only when she's alive, we say, see, Yesh Zika. Okay, she's, she's alive already. I mean, she's still alive. So while she's alive, you can't go ahead and marry the mother. That's ridiculous. However, but I would have said, but when she dies, okay, maybe then it's ain't Zika anymore. Meaning this, if I would have, again, if I would have just said, Yesh Zika, so I would think also, maybe only Yesh Zika, when the Shomer Shiavim is sitting there, right? She's alive. In that case, that's when I can't go ahead and marry her mother because it's, it's passing. She's, she's alive right now, right? Um, but if she would pass away, maybe not. Kamash Malan, Dezika bichdi lo paka. Then no. What do you see is that um, that even that even while she's alive, that even after she passes away, the Allah is still yesh zika. Even in that case, even when Sarah has passed away, even in that scenario, he's not allowed to marry her, the, the mother. And that's what the Gemara, that, that's what they specifically gave the case of again shemir siyavim that passes away. Then in that case, he's not allowed to marry the mother. So again, we're going to see more of this conversation with yesh zika and zika. But this kind of gets us started on that conversation, and we will continue with yudches next week.